Orcas and salmon are friends that need help. Our ocean pals are facing some trouble. Less trouble, more bubbles. There's so much we can do. Do you know what I'm thinking? Let's start preaching extinction. Hello, and welcome back to the Breaching Extinction podcast. For those of you that are new here, the Breaching Extinction podcast explores the plight of the endangered southern resident killer whales through interviews with the people trying to save them. There are currently less than 80 southern resident killer whales left, and they are currently threatened by lack of prey, vessel noise, and water toxins. All these factors impact one another and play a significant role in their population decline. They have historically spent much of their time in the Salish Sea. However, they've been seen less and less likely forced out of their home by lack of prey as well as busy and toxic waters. I'm your host, Erica Worth, and I decided to start this podcast in 2019 after spending a summer working in the Salish Sea and learning about these animals. Each week, I dive into a new conversation with guests from varying perspectives. I approach these topics through an interdisciplinary lens in hopes of uncovering the intricacies of this complex issue. Through this, I hope to share insight as well as fit the puzzle pieces together needed to save this species. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. If you have any questions or are interested in being featured on the podcast or sponsoring us, please reach out over Instagram at Breaching Extinction or send an email to info at breachingextinction.com. Thanks. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breaching Extinction podcast. This week, I have Kendra Nelson and Fred Donesco, also known as Orca Man, here with me for a super fun episode. How's everybody doing? Wonderful. Great. Awesome. <laughs> um what have you guys been up to you guys were on the podcast for the season finale and then now you're here what's new how how is canadia since that's where you both live kendra you want to go first oh okay um nothing has really happened um for me except went to like vancouver island whale watching only saw humpback and harbor seals and bald eagles um still great I would have preferred to see orcas, but it's fine. Uh, but past that, that's about all that's happened for me. Nice. Very fair. I think when we filmed the season finale, I was in Boston at the time, and I am now back in Canada. Um, I know I was lucky enough, like, when I came back in, I told you guys a little bit about it, but it was, like, just an absolute horror show at the airport because I was double vaccinated for more than two weeks. So I had to deal with like whether or not I had to quarantine and stuff like that. And luckily I was able to just get in, go right home, got negative tests on both sides and finally got like a job set up for September and the rest of the year, which is very stress relieving. Amazing. What are you going to be doing? Uh, I am a, I'm going to be running the kitchen at the local pub by me, just the one on campus, Kerner's. Cool. Yeah. Be fun. Yeah, when I was on Orcas Island, when it wasn't whale watching season, I worked as a server for a little bit. And that was like one of my funnest jobs. I feel like if you work in a good restaurant environment, it can be a pretty sweet gig. 
I I'm so excited because like this is a full-time position like day job too so it's like 10 to 6 but I'm going to be working a lot of the parties that I threw during my college career which is going to be even better because it's just more money coming in and less money that's coming out of my pocket spending it over the weekend so <laughs> I'm really looking to use that to my fullest to its fullest potential this year. There you go. We love to hear it. Well that's exciting. Yay, good job. Yay Kendrastine Humpbacks and his spicy about not seeing orcas maybe you'll see him another time um maybe well, me and fred go this night i think that's- i think that's the case oh fingers crossed i'm like a little peanut butter and jealous i would love <laughs> to be part of this uh yeah that's that would be amazing that like i feel like i don't know this is like not real this is an evidence-based science fact which if you guys haven't listened to like the poor episodes that's a joke of like Something that maybe sounds like a fact, but is actually completely made up. Um, but I really feel like the whales know the vibes when you're on the boat. Like, and if you guys go out there with your good vibes, I feel like you're gonna you're gonna get some good whales. And it, also, if you go and you don't want to see orcas, then they'll show up. But if you want to see them, they're not coming. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm convinced that I was telling I was telling someone I was like the I. At whenever I go on any tour when I like want to see something, I very much am like, I'm not going to see it because I want to see it. And I've defied that logic twice. But since I've met, like, for tiger sharks, I've seen tiger, I saw two tiger sharks about a year ago, and I've never seen another tiger shark that close again. I saw one just lightly pass by once, like faintly. But I've wanted to see a tiger shark all the time. I've only ever seen the two. Um, and then for killer whales, I only saw K-Pod that one time a year ago. And ever since then, I was like, because I want it so bad, I feel like these animals are like, you get it once and no more. Yeah, you're literally, done. Literally. Like, you got it. You that's, got some really good ones and now we're done. Nothing more for you. That's it. I have a passenger who has probably come out with me at least 10 times and he's like, I want to get a breach and has literally asked me and my captain both on multiple occasions, what time of day, what time of year can I book to get a breach? And we're both like, um, so no, um, (laughs) not going to happen. No, like obviously in like a nice professional way of like, Hey, so wildlife is wild. And you know, they kind of do what they want when they want. And it's kind of just a matter of going out a bunch of times He's been out like literally so many times. I don't think he's ever seen a breach. And I think it's because he wants it so bad. And is like, so like, he's like out there with his camera, like all aggressive and stuff, like ready to like get this breach shot. And I'm like, they're not going to do it until you calm down. <laughs> like They're not, they know. The moment that you look away. Literally like you put the camera down, like we leave the scene, like something like that, then they'll breach, but no um but it's funny like I feel like half the time when we're like okay we're leaving now because like in Monterey we like we'll do a a decent amount of exploring and a decent amount of hopping around because there's like tons of animals in the bay and then also like we don't want to stay with them longer than what Noah tells us to so um we'll bop around quite a bit and it's like every time that we're like okay we're leaving now the whales are like oh wait let me do something right now or like we'll like look behind us and they'll like have breached just as we're like making our way out so that's just whales you know terrible yeah Pete just saw blue whale yesterday were you guys a big big sir um i was camping in big sur over the weekend uh, gotcha. um, and then peaches and i went out on discovery whale watch in monterey with my friend eric 
um, because I had one tour in the morning and for whatever reason, nobody booked the afternoon tour. So I just had the afternoon off and it was like glass conditions, sunny. And like, that is not typical Monterey conditions. So I was like, I need to go out. And then naturally by the time I was out, the fog reappeared. Um, but <laughs> I had the best licks I've ever gotten out of Blue Whale, like ever. Um, and Peaches was there. So now Peaches has seen a Blue Whale. So Peaches has seen Blue Whales, Orcas, Humpbacks, Rizzos, Pacific White-Sided Dolphins, Bottomose Dolphins. That's her list. Peaches is hot shit. I know. She is. <laughs> she really has is. seen the world. She's, yeah. She is the world. I, wow. I mean, I took, I took her so the whales could watch her. And then that's what happened. <laughs> I was just like, I watch the whales so often, I should return the favor and bring them something to watch. And it was peaches. Um, but anywho, so we are here for a super exciting, fun episode where we are going to rank some of our favorite whales in various categories. So we have picked six whale species and picked four categories on how we're going to rank the whales on a scale of one to 10. And I think we're going to average our one to 10 scores, I think is the plan. And then, yeah. And then at the end, we'll total them up. I have my little Excel spreadsheet ready to go on the side. Um, and then we'll tell you guys which whales are the best out of our rankings. So our first um, category is physical adaptations. The second one is migration or home range. The third one is behavior and the uh, fourth one is coolness slash cuteness. All important things we need to rank our whales on because I know everyone was dying to know how we rank the whales on a scale of one to ten. It's the burning uh, questions that people really are asking. Questions. Yeah, these are the burning questions that nobody asked for that I'm going to answer that we're all going <laughs> to answer right here today. Um, do you guys want to go by species or by category? I think species. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of what Maybe. I was going to do. Okay. Alrighty. So, might as well just get started with the orca because why else are we here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, first category is physiological adaptations. I feel like orcas are wicked fast compared to like other whales. And they're really good at hunting and they have ecolocation. And so, I think for those, counter shading counter shading yeah like that's a pretty good thing and like they are literally the apex predator like nothing else can mess with them so I feel like for that like I kind of feel like I have to give them a 10 out of 10 but also they're like but also they breathe air and they're in the water so I think for that I have to give them an 8 out of 10 wouldn't all of the whales be in the water and breathing air (laughs) I mean what <laughs> automatic two point deduction yeah, all across two the board. points from every whale for like that Def- that's the baseline <laughs> okay then should we just subtract one point from every whale <laughs> we're set of nine now but if we're ranking whales for whales we're not ranking like whales out of other sea creatures so their adaptation is pretty solid for what they are if it was just out of all sea creatures and they were like competing against like a shark I would understand your point, Fine. but I would say no points deducted since it's a whale. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I suppose that that's valid. 
um but I feel like I don't want to give anybody like a 10 out of 10 ever like I just want everybody to never make oh don't be that teacher they can have 10 out of 10 they are 10 out of 10 they are a tenant. Oh, well, 100% too, because there is no other creature on earth that is as, like, has a coloration that is as striking as they do. And, like, zebras are striped. I mean, at the end of the day, like, zebra. <laughs> but, but they're, they're striped. Panda. Like, it's so bland. Yes. Panda's fair. Marine animals. Let's say, well, because this is whales for whales' sake. Yeah. Commerson, dolls, porpoise. Not as well, not as well at the very least in terms of coloration. And I'm specifically talking like I don't know what the two white patches along the sides are called once you go down, but between those and the eye patches, like the eye patches are one of the freakiest things that nature ever decided to do. Why? Yeah, they're striking. They look into your soul. Those eye patches, man. Oh, they they do. They're like they they're explicitly meant. Well, I was about to say like um. You know, football players would do like the paint under their eyes, but it's not it the same at all. Um, but as a diversion, like just compared to their body, you don't see so, animals with that big of eyes in comparison. And like that even juxtaposition is insane. So for argument's sake, um, would a type B killer whale be ranked lesser in your book because oh. the eye patches are much smaller and less striking? Because of the physical, in terms of physiological adaptations, 110%. Those are weird looking things. <laughs> well, okay. physiological. They have other aspects that redeem <laughs> them in different ways, like their melon head. Like the, uh-huh. the fact that it comes up so front, I think that's like, it's hysterical and funny in its own right, because it makes them look a little bit more like belugas and you can see the differences. But I, if I had to choose between like eye patch or small eye patch and really blunt head i would choose the larger eye i would choose northern hemisphere every day of the week right okay. i would choose southern hemisphere oh. Ooh, spicy things are getting heated um, <laughs> i feel like i have like i don't know i have an equal appreciation for all of them obviously the southern residents are who i spend most of my time learning about and whatnot but i feel like they're all cool in their own right you know fair enough yeah i would argue though that just black and like i love to obviously i love killer whales but black and white coloration argument can be defeated pretty easily when we have i mean i guess with your eye patch argument but i don't know because there's commerce and dolphins which are also very like contrast like the black and white contrast and also like dolls porpoises which are freaking weird to look at um but I, I mean, Your Honor, I concede. You can see it. So, are we going to go with a 10 out of 10 for the physiological? Oh, yeah, no, 100% 10 out of 10. Okay. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> How we get to 10 out of 10 is different. Okay. Yeah, this is true, but all across the board, 10 out of 10. Okay. So, migration slash home range. So, I guess since they all kind of have different things, I mean, we're going to classify the orcas as a whole, you know, not based on ecotype. We could have even done this. We could have ranked the ecotypes. Maybe that's the next episode. That was my suggestion. That's what I thought you meant in the group text. You were like, let's rank whales. I said different, like the individual southern residents, or are we ranking ecotypes? <laughs> you were like, no, all whales. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, no, this could be our like introduction to ranking whales. How do we rank whales? And then we go into ranking the ecotypes. So down. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Like a slideshow. 
um all right migration home range I kind of feel like I mean there's so many different like I don't know different places that they hang out and ways that they travel like with the transients not necessarily having a super set home range um and then with the residents having a more set home range I feel like I feel like I would give them like an eight out of 10 for migration slash home range because they do what they want. They go where they want. Like they do have those cultural differences for the most part, but they will leave if like, it doesn't, you know, serve them anymore. Like with the Southern residents, they're like, nah, these waters are too toxic and too crowded and not enough food. So they bounced. Um, But also they live in really cool places. Like I feel like they all live in cool places, but okay, I'm gonna give them everywhere, and because that they live in cold waters, and I don't like the cold. <laughs> I personally am gonna go again for a ten out of ten. What? Why? Because I love that they live in every ocean, all the different ecotypes with different adaptations. We got like our tropical filter whales that eat freaking everything. We got our picky residents and transients that pretty much stick to their own food. Food types really cool hunting adaptation the amaze my favorite ad, like my favorite killer whale behavior of uh, the species of antarctic killer whale that will travel up into warmer waters of south america to shed their <laughs> diatom skin layer come back looking clean gather up that brown layer do it all again i think that's freaking cool um the killer whales that love boats over in spain all i just think i think that um your Honor, I think that killer whales are badass everywhere and the fact that they live everywhere. Um, so I, I present, I nominate them to be a 10 out of 10 in this category. All right, Fred, what do you, what do you think? I want to dock them one point in this category for one reason and one reason only. They are, a, <laughs> they are about as consistent as like an absent partner like like they're there like just in like hey we're long we're here long enough for like you to want to like hang out with us and check in on us but then after that i'm just gonna leave for about like 10 months well this is where i feel like it would be if we're looking at a species as a whole versus particular population i i would see this as a species as a whole though especially too if anybody's going out for expeditions they won't see them for any like long period of time and it will have to be like a a proper force to like find them consistently for anywhere like long enough to to do some um actual measurements this is aside from like there is orca lab where it's consistent ish in terms of that they'll come back but speaking to the southern residents and the transients and the offshores they're like hey we're still here and then disappear just as fast that's fair when we get transients or bigs in monterey they're here for like a day or not even a day and they bounce and the only time that i've seen them here the most i've ever seen them was five days in a row um because they were eating the gray whale calf that they had killed right on (laughs) (laughs) rock and roll okay so i think i feel like that's well yeah just because they're like bouncing around everywhere i would say because they tend to live in colder waters like We've never like they like they have the ETP orcas, but are they really in tropical like truly tropical places? I don't think so. Falkland Islands are pretty. Is it pretty tropical? Australia is pretty tropic. Australia is definitely. Tahiti is pretty tropic. Okay. I'm thinking of like I'm thinking of the coral species that live there, and compared to like the the those are more like tropic areas. They're not seen as often. Um, that I would Saudi consider. Arabia. 
Um, okay, fine. So I guess I mean they live everywhere. There are they those may not be like true tropic areas like Australia, not necessarily even. Um, but they do like they have been spotted in true tropic areas. Okay. All right, fine. For that, we'll give them a nine out of ten. Does that sound fair to everyone? Yes. Nine or above. And then nine or above. Okay. Behavior. Um, I feel like they do a lot of cool stuff, but like I would say that they're like the second most fun whale to watch that I have seen. Um, but they tend to like, I mean, again, it depends on the ecotype. Um, but like at least the, the transients here, they, they do not care about us unless it's bumpers pod, like they don't want anything to do with us. They're just like, I have I have to be somewhere and I have to be there fast. Goodbye. And like, that's, that's their attitude. Um, but the transients up in Washington are like way more willing to be watched. I feel like, um, or like they seem to have, like, they're not like, like I watched transients do cool things. It wasn't just like, we're trying to follow the whales and they don't want to be followed sort of thing. Um, well, I'm not saying that they, I don't know, but yeah. Um, and then also, uh, they're, they're getting minus two points for the fact that they just unnecessarily kill things. That's not, no one asked for that. No, it's not called for. What do you guys think? I give, them a t- I give them a 10 in this category any day of the week. Yeah, you're, and, you're, I agree. You're on your... Yeah, <laughs> like, especially for behavior, like, they'll kill stuff for fun, but they don't they're moral we, we can't ask them like yo what's good like when i think of like the work is like going back and forth we're like dude where are you going dog like we don't know where you're at what you're doing or if you're being fed but with regard to like the stuff that they're eating and killing i can i can see them building a genuine justification for it we're teaching and i like we're teaching our like our calves and the younger generations how to hunt effectively for different stuff or how to play effectively within each other mm-hmm. um more than anything else but also too like as a species they've developed so many different unique traits to every population every family like their behavior is so individual not even on like an individual whale level but in terms of like the groups that are made and for that i give them a 10 out of 10. i have um several different pieces of evidence ring to defend the (laughs) 10 out of 10 ranking um one would be the transient who i can't i don't know like the id numbers who pulled along a sailboat tugging on a crab what are those called (laughs) crab crab box yeah crab trap um that was amazing 10 out of 10 behavior uh i would argue oh my goodness there is just so much i would say maybe we could dock points for for the case of infanticide done by yeah. the transient mother and son however in that one case i don't know if that outweighs all of the amazing pieces of evidence for really cool behavior from killer whales okay but there are species where that is not documented at all and like they would never that's what well, i'm saying i'm saying it does it that's why it shouldn't be held against an entire no, species it should. it should because a humpback no would never, a humpback would never consider that as an option well yeah humpbacks eat like <laughs> no but like 
but humpbacks they would just they're too pure and good for this world and they would never kill something unnecessarily and they would never infanticide each other so i think they're Hack eyes hunting behavior in the Antarctic is really awesome. In the Arctic regions, regions in general, I think the Argentina killer whales that go up on the beach to hunt seals—that's amazing behavior. Uh, I just think there's a lot in their favor that would okay. give them a 10 out of 10 ranking. Yeah, they look like they have more fun than anybody else. No, I would say there are porpoise species that have more fun. They are yes, yes. I would say that. Um, but in the whale world, in the yes. whale world, here's the thing: is they cannot have the same score or higher than a humpback whale. They just cannot. They're just that. See, that is individual Why? opinion, and in this court of law, <laughs> where we are obviously all based on personal opinion, but it's going to be a compilation of all three of our opinions that make the fact. So one's opinion is not fact. <laughs> your honor <laughs> evidence-based science fact says that they need to at least we can't not acknowledge the fact that they infanticide sometimes and kill other animals so they need to be deducted at least half a point at least you, so you you can average the scores with the infanticide i'm i'm still pushing i'm still pushing that 10 that is one I behavior still- of multi-thousands millions maybe fine so 10 plus 10 plus 9 divided by three okay so they're getting 9.66 points <laughs> right on that's thank guess, you that's fine whatever okay moving on to the next category cuteness slash coolness i mean they're definitely the coolest whale they're pretty they're pretty cute too but one time i watched them eat a gray whale calf so that made them less cute in my head so that would make them more cool for me. That would, like, if I saw that, I'm like, yeah. Okay, you're right. It did make it more cool, but it made them less cute. So I guess that is it. that cancels each other out. Yeah, so that, that's, the, that's the challenge of having both of categories combined. Um, there are things that are cool that aren't cute. There are things that are cute that aren't cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Should we separate those categories? Does that make well, I don't. No, I don't think we need a cute or because coolness can also just be like, that can be a part of the other just red yeah okay. of other categories like behavior like this cool behavior okay so we'll just behavior slash coolness instead of cuteness slash coolness okay perfect all right so let's see there so their average score um are we just giving them a 10 out of 10 for cuteness just off the cuff just off the cuff that yeah i think so like, awesome you perfect know, done easy that? like what, did it need to be no, i agree uh, <laughs> yeah. um, okay cool so they consistently got like nines and tens uh across the board so they currently have 38.66 points so out of yeah. four i agree yeah who's next okay humpers humpback whales physiological adaptations um like i love the humpback whales and i tell people on my tours that humpback whales are just objectively the best whales because they are but now i'm kind of like now that we're doing this ranking like i'm a little nervous that i've been falsifying information um 
but objectively the humpback whales of monterey are the best whales ever to exist out of any whale ever and that just is a fact um but we'll just continue on to the whole species for physiological adaptation i feel like the fact that they have a throat the only the size of a grapefruit and you're like potentially 50 feet long what the actual fuck were you thinking um they do have counter shading though they do have those long 15 foot pectoral fins that you know when covered in barnacles can make a great weapon um and they do have the strongest muscle in the animal kingdom the peduncle muscle and how fun of a muscle does that stay um and that's right between their tail fluke and their belly button for anyone who's not familiar with the peduncle muscle so i would say that humpbacks like i don't know did they get a full point deducted for the throat thing or are we cool with that I think it's fine. I mean, it makes sense for what they eat. Like, yeah, it's fun to make fun of, but when you're objectively looking at an animal, what they're eating. Yeah. In relation to their size, like they wouldn't need a giant throat. Like it's not, you know, they're not, you know. It's almost like a- I um, was going to make a dirty joke in the night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Family friendly podcasts. Amazing. Another physiological adaptation is like, is awesome on- on a humpback whales i don't know what it's called exactly but it's almost like their harpsichord um skin tissue on their jaw that helps them like expand it it kind of almost looks like how harpsichord the ventral pleats yes yeah i think that is is pretty awesome your honor that's the evidence i bring to the stand yeah oftentimes i see that and i think baby girl what that mouth do and then we see it (laughs) and that's Mm -hmm. exactly um yeah like tons of room for the one to one and a half tons of anchovies that they eat every single day so all right i'm comfortable with giving the humpbacks a 10 out of 10 but also like can you really get a 10 out of 10 if you're not an apex predator in this category physiological adaptation is like the the opportunity they can only be killed by like only orcas but sharks as well but like shit ton it's of- not yeah. yeah but like Human. it's not many things yeah yeah okay so we can still give them a 10 out of 10 because they are yeah every time think apex predatorness necessarily means you have the best physiological adaptations because a lot of that can also be your behavior and how you act right true in terms of because there are a lot of animals that probably could take down other animals but just don't necessarily maybe have the behavior right or desire to do so. Not that animals desire, but like, I don't know what what other words to use. Fair, yeah. Okay, so are we giving them a 10 out of 10? I think that's appropriate. Okay, Fred, okay. Let's do it. All right, migration slash home range. Um, So they're pretty consistent to their migration patterns. We do see occasionally a couple like will stray here or there and go somewhere that they weren't you know that wasn't like where they have grown up going um and then we do sometimes see like what we would call resident humpbacks though it's not quite resident humpbacks but they like stick around like during the winter like in monterey we've had a couple that stick around um which is like weird but that's fine um so i feel like i don't know they have like I feel like it's cool to consistently go back and forth go to those warm waters go to those cool waters like it's like a, most of them are like a reasonable distance, like logically it makes sense where they're going. So I feel like 
and they go cool places too so like migration i would give them like 10 out of 10. yeah i'd say they're solid for migration yeah they their, their consistency is impressive they go on like longer longer trips than most animals yeah do and for that for that range for that range. yeah okay i concur so all right now we're moving on to behavior slash cool things that they do i would i would argue an 11 out of 10 in this category. i was thinking a six um you were thinking a six first i'm like all, around an eight. First of all fred the the disrespect <laughs> um second of all first of all they <laughs> What's the second verse? Which one? First of all, we need to have the first of all, and then we can have the second of all. First of all, these they they have we think they have empathy. They try to save seals, sea lions, baby whales from orcas that try to eat them. Nobody else is gonna do that. Like that's true empathy. Like humpbacks have morals, get it. Also, they do the most stuff, specifically the Monterey humpbacks. The Washington humpbacks, sorry, Kendra, they're a little boring, not going to lie. He's um, also up here. Yeah, yeah. sorry, friend. Your guys' humpbacks suck. Um, in well, I've seen humpbacks in Hawaii, so. Yeah, comparing, well, those are your still the same humpbacks. Um, well, I know, but they're pretty active down there. Yeah, so ours are pretty active in the feeding grounds, and we get, like, friendly whales and, like, there, there are specific humpback whales that are literally perfection in a whale. Um, no, but I think, and they're pretty, like, they are a little ugly with the lumpiness and the tubercles. Like, that's fine. But, like, based on them getting friendly and them breaching and lunge feeding, like, I just saw a quadruple lunge the other day. And, like, what? Who, who else does that? Bubble net feeding. Who does that? So I got to say bubble net feeding has, has ranked them up for me. Bubble net feeding is fantastic. Um, just it's, it's like one of the most insane behaviors I've seen, yeah. not in person, but just in general, but their, their empathy that brings them up a little bit more. I think I can move from a six to a seven or an eight, but I'm thinking I might still stick on, stick on seven. Because, well, cause dirt, like on regular, they just kind of, they truck along. Yeah. They like, they're, I, they're, I place them higher because I've seen the like mating, I don't know if they're called the courting battles between males, which is pretty cool, like jaw popping, chasing. Um, their their song behavior, how they will pretty much adapt it and change it as a species is pretty cool uh, across the world. It's not just like a single population like we see with, with uh, killer whales. It is like the entire humpback whale family, worldwide family. Um, but yeah, I mean, just for the most part, they have some like cool stuff, but for me, it's just, uh, it's just underwhelming is how I, how I see humpback whales. And, and yes, they do. I've seen a breach. I've seen baby breach. I've seen all these cool things, but I just, have yeah, you I can't. Have whale? Have you ever had a whale come shove its face in your face? No. No. That's why you think like that. And I can like, <laughs> Well, people could argue that for any of the whale species, to be oh. fair. So that objectively is not a compact whale trait. That ah. could be any whale. I mean, there is that video of that transient from just a few weeks ago. It was like all up in that sailboat business. Okay, fine. And the video of the, the killer whale in Japan from the other day that was right next to the boat, swirling around in the water. Okay. All right, fine. I, I think the correct like categorization that I give for their behavior is like an Owen Wilson wow. 
<laughs> I feel like it's the right amount of excitement. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I'm gonna have to find that on the internet. Um. Oh, you know, it's it's everywhere. It's you gotta everywhere. get with it. I know. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So is that just what we put in the in the box instead of a number? Just wow, just almost in space. Right? Yeah, it just there's no number. Just <laughs> YouTube audio link. Okay, all right. Well, okay. So what are we? So Fred says that we're gonna do an eight. I'm gonna take the higher one. And mine's around an eight. So we're doing a nine. Because I still think they're ten out of ten. Do we have to do more weird math? Do you have more evidence for a 10 out of 10 besides empathy, which which could be argue that those, it's not necessarily, a, has, are there studies for this or is it just the- Oh, there's literal con- studies. Conjecture of observation. Literal studies. And I've seen it in real life, but there's like literal actual science plus my science-based evidence facts. So we have real science and fake science working together in this the argument. Predators gotta eat. What? Predators gotta eat. Like empathy is I mean, cool. That's valid. That's valid. But like also, like, like they know though. They're like, well, actually, we don't know. We don't have any actual science for that. If they know that, like, the gray whale moms are gonna be sad. But like, I, well, I guess we do. Kind of. I don't know. That's a hard. I, I, how can we even say that humans? You know, that? in your heart. In my heart. Seeing how many humans idolize murderers. Um, I would hardly say we are in a total empathetic species. Um, oh, we are lucky that I individuals, concur. we have different rankings. So like that can go to say for other species. I would say that we're the worst. Well, hey, to argue about empathy in, in a whale, what could we not once again argue that killer whales, yeah, there's some that have killed babies, but there's also our J35s of the world. And that killer whale in Norway, who I couldn't tell you an ID for, that also had a total cap. Okay, personality thing. Okay, so I did the math, and that puts us at an 8.66, which is, I'm a little nervous. Right. Because, <laughs> like, what if the, um, what do we do if the animals tie? How are we going to, we're going to have to have some sort of thing that we'll figure out at the end. We'll have them fight to the death. Mm-hmm. we'll see who wins well in that case would it be a singular like if it what like if That's it's gonna be a killer whale versus another whale is it a singular killer whale versus a singular humpback or a singular blue whale or sperm whale or whatever yeah. or is it like your pod you pod up pod up we will cross that bridge when we get there because we got a rank based on cuteness now um well how what what do you guys think on the humpback whale's cuteness I think baby humpback whales are pretty freaking cute. Okay, so. And that puts me up pretty, like, I think a baby humpback whale is pretty, not as cute as a fetal fold baby killer whale, but pretty freaking cute. I would give humpback whales, even adults, on a cuteness level, like a nine. Also, when they like lob their tail, freaking cute. Yeah, I would agree. And like the derpy baby humpbacks doing derpy baby humpback things, that's pretty fucking cute. 
very cute. Like mugging my boat. That's pretty fucking cute. It's pretty cute. Um, I think I would like. I want to give them a ten out of ten, but like also those two girls are pretty ugly. Yeah, that's kind of where I am. Like, mm. if we're just. I'll get this out of the way. Baby whales, baby most things are just adorable. Okay, no. Uh-uh. Not baby humans. Not most. Baby humans, not I... sperm whales, no. And baby that's... humans are cute in the sense of, oh, it's another human and like, whatever. Objectively, baby humans, fresh out of the womb, out of that hole, ugly. Yes. Terrifying. So maybe sperm whales. <laughs> maybe sperm whales just look weird. So sperm whales. Oh, when we get to sperm whales, I'm I have a lot to say about sperm yeah. whales. I have a lot to say about sperm whales. Yeah. Um, I I think I'm gonna go with like a seven or an eight. I've never like it's wow. it's only been it's only been with yeah. this this is consistent. Like I'm leaning more towards seven. Like I've only found humpback whales to be cute the older that I've gotten. Like I never before looked at a humpback one. I'm like, oh my god, what is so adorable? No, it yeah. just hasn't happened. But I like I've started to I've started to see them in more endearing manners since. But they are they look like they've been smoking. What? What? <laughs> just you like have the, the gall to say that when sperm <laughs> whales are right there. Also, gray whales, I would say are far uglier. Sorry. We're getting into my future opinions. Um, I'm going to get defensive for the humpback right here, though. Thank you. I'm with you on this one, Erica. I think what? I think a seven is far too low. I am like at a nice nine. We dock points off for when they got all those, you know, the barnacle buildup, all that kind. Of, like yeah. they're cool. I think it's awesome. The barnacle buildup is an awesome like adaptation. Um, all right. Visually, it is not the most pleasing to the eye. There's yeah. one, yeah. Keep finish, finish your statement. No, that's I, it. Your Honor, okay. that, that's it. Okay, I'm sending you guys a photo right now, and I will gladly post this later. Um, the, and it, it has the barnacles on it, mm-hmm. but it looks like it has a beard. So that brings cute. me up to an eight. That brings you up to an eight. Hold on. Okay, I'm looking. I'm looking. Because that just... Yeah. I don't see it yet. My internet is busy telling me that it's unstable. Oh, I'm, I, I didn't throw yeah, it Did I there. take this picture? <laughs> Where did you get this picture, Fred? Flippers per... Hold up. Ask nature. Ask nature. I feel like that looks like my picture. <laughs> that would be really funny. I feel like I know this whale. Did it give photo credit? Um, no. I feel like I took this photo. This I'll is send you the link. In Monterey. Um, That's the link that I got it from. I sent it on the Zoom. Okay, you sent it on the Zoom. This is fascinating information. Okay, but so, okay, but here, so we're gonna, we're gonna, like, we're gonna shame them. We're gonna shame them for their barnacle beard. No, 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 no. Their barnacle beard keeps that them points. Them higher. I think it does. Higher. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. I can see this. Okay. Anyhow. All right. So, so then you're at an eight. I'm at an eight. A solid eight. 
I am at a 10. Tender's at a 9. That puts us at a solid mm-hmm. 9. Which... Which... Like, oh my god. They're a point lower than a killer whale. This is... As they should be. This is embarrassing. No. Okay. Have a few best of us. <sighs> Jesus. Okay. Not the best. All right. Moving killer on. Still on top. Moving on to gray whales. So our killer whales have... 38.66 points. Our humpers have 37.66 points. Moving on to the grays. Gray whales. Physiological adaptations. Um, I just like feel like there's not a whole lot that's noteworthy. I feel like it's weird that you only have like three ventral pleats. Like what is that? Like what are you going to do with that? Oh, you know what? No, they're physiological adaptations. Well, I guess maybe this is more behavior uh, let me know what you guys think, but I think it's fucking stupid to scrape your face on one side the whole time of your for your whole life to get food to go blind. Who does that? I think that's a behavioral. I think that's behavioral. Yeah. It, it's a behavior that leads into a physiological uh, impact on their eyesight. Yeah, uh, I agree. That is ridiculous. Um, uh, for me, just physiologically. I agree with what you're saying. Um, very underwhelmed by, by the gray whale. Definitely not the same the humpback as you said with the, with the peduncle, with the, the pleats, with the barnacle. Yeah. Well, they do have some barnacle, but they are they use them less flesh, not. Yeah. Um, so they're just there to be there. They're just there to be there. There's like nothing special about them. They don't do anything cool. Like, yeah. So like, would a five out of 10 be rude? Like, I'm happy with a five out of 10 for physiological adaptation for gray whale. Yeah. They look, they look like when you, when you say the word whale, like they're the most generic thing that comes to mind basic most basic so, yeah like like if a, if a five-year-old were to draw a basic whale especially, they'd probably get pretty close yeah especially in comparison to the uh, like this is like gray whales are cool this is but like in comparison to the other species we're looking at on our list that have like really unique adaptations for their environment for feeding for uh whatever it is they they are just underwhelming yeah i mean i guess compared to other ones i mean it is yeah, I don't know. I think a five or even lower would be like, yeah, this is a whale. Yeah, for sure. No, I feel like that's that's valid. Okay, so do yeah. we all feel like a five out of five is fair? Yes. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So we're gonna go with a five out of five. Okay, moving on um to migration. And home range. So I would like to say that it's so cool that they go between like Baja, California up to the Chukchi Sea of Alaska. Like they travel like 13,000 miles, which is like the longest migration out of any whale. Like that's pretty bitchin', like out of any like non bird animal. Like that's cool. But they also like get eaten along the way. So like we have to take that into consideration as well. This is one of the first whales that we've come across. This is the first whale that we come across in this list that like properly has a 
home like isn't everywhere right or isn't a lot of places yeah at the least as well the one place that it is is kind of cool but i feel like it's lack of versatility with regard to home range right yeah speaks down to it speaks Mm -hmm. down i would i could agree with that what do you think okay guys i just i had to look it up because i couldn't not look it up and i don't think that is my photo but i have one that's very similar with a beard and then then you guys (laughs) understand my confusion (laughs) um i feel well is it my photo i cannot tell anyways that is not the point that is not important i just like in the back of my head was like i have to know anyways um okay so yeah they they're the lack of diversity is pretty lame there were like three populations of gray whale that have like gone extinct pretty much so like yeah pretty lame on that front um so yeah i think what are we gonna give them in this one because i feel like again low is fair Yeah, I'm I'm once again content with like a five. A five, okay. Everybody's feeling like that. I can go with a five. Okay. The places that they are is cool, but yeah. Behavior slash coolness. Bless you. I feel like um zero. Yeah. yeah. Do they do anything? Like, I've seen them breach, like, literally three times in total. It was, like, three breaches in a row. Um, they make themselves go wow. blind. Yeah, they make themselves go blind. What the hell is that? Like, they continue to, like, be... Like, they are literally the dumbest of the whales. Like, my one of my captains and I literally, like... Like, they're cool. Like, I have an appreciation for them because I see them and they live here and, I, you know, Yeah. But at the same time, like, you're going to make the longest migration. You're going to get eaten along the way. You're going to make yourself go blind. You're going to eat worms. Like, you have the whole ocean as your menu, and you're going to eat worms? What is that? Dumb. Dumb. (laughs) Dumb as well. Is it mean to, like, like, I want to say, like, two out of ten. Is that rude? Is there any behavior that's redeemed, like... Like, like three breaches in a row one time like good well, job okay they yeah, i'll give them a word with boats down in baja california yeah oh that yeah that yeah i would yeah i think baja would put them up i think that that actually brings them up to like a seven six. that's that's a big jump a six that, that's a very stark jump i would say like a four a four six because okay. they're like you're allowed to touch them yeah and that's cool but like other they do consecutively like, consistently go up to boat. Yeah. Uh, but it's just though like you could also say that that could further harm them. Yeah. If that's you want to play like devil's that's... advocate. I, like, I don't know. It's not the most um, conserving behavior on their part. No, I think, yeah, that's pretty stupid. Like we tend to like know that like oftentimes our friendly like calf humpback whales sometimes don't come back because they get friendly with a boat that isn't like safe and then it's like kerplunk you're in half um so yeah no I feel like that's valid and also like I haven't been down there and I haven't read any studies to know if like like why that behavior is happening and or like if it's cool or not and like even if it is cool is it like self-destructive they really like how are they still alive like how are you going to be this dumb and still be alive 
I I want I want to put them below a five either way too because even I'm like I brought up a video of Grey Wills in Baja and like they don't they still don't do much they just kind of like look at you and hang out yeah yeah like a humpback whale if a humpback whale wanted to get friendly with you like that like it would breach and it would do a lot of other cool things it, it, it would communicate at least a little bit, like, in, in a number of ways, I feel. Yeah, I think so. Okay. They try so to do different stuff. We're just getting, like, fives across the board right now. Is that is that what we're cool with? Four? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was saying six for the behavior, because I feel like, yeah, but, okay. So, fives for the first three. Cuteness. They're not a good-looking whale, if we're being honest. Nope. Just... Nope. I would give them, like, a... Who? Okay. I would like to. And I'm gonna look up a baby so I can hold myself to that. You like hopefully understand. Yeah, let me go. They kind of just look kind of like 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 donkey, like dumpy. So that kind of just that doesn't give them a zero. Like they're not the ugliest thing. I like. Yeah, they're not the ugliest. I would like to think that all whales are like at about a five, but also like. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I would give them a, a four or five. Like their faces make me uncomfortable. Um, I'm happy with a four. Yeah, I'd say the only ones I'd give like lower in terms of like cuteness would be like the beaked whales, just because I love beaked whales. This is not to say I don't like them. Not to say I don't love them. Um, teeth, no. Looking at beaked whales is not always the most comforting thing in the world. Not uh, not every species, but many make me uncomfortable. And I don't like looking at them. I love them. Mm-hmm. I love what they do. Yeah. And what their bodies and damn them. That sounds weird. Um, but visually, you can like something and not like how it looks. That's kind of how I feel about gray whales. Like, yeah. But you're not. So how are you? are the prettiest. I'm comfortable with a four. Everyone's coming with a four. I'm comfortable with a four. This is like crazy because orcas are like literally orcas and humpers. Because visually, a five for me is just like I don't. Pleasant. I don't actually want to reveal my future. Never mind. I can't reveal my future. Um, okay, that's valid. Ranking valid. Okay. All right, so that puts the gray whales at nineteen points. Moving on to sperm whales. <laughs> sperm. Um. Okay. Physiological adaptations. Sperm whales are freaking cool. super fucking yeah. high. Yeah, I was gonna say I would give them ten, 10 out of ten. Uh, hunting giant squid as a free diver myself, I love that they are a deep diving whale. Um, I think it's freaking awesome. Yeah, I think the way they sleep would sleep. Would their sleep behavior be kind of physiological and behavioral? They're I, I like, think it would be more behavioral. Okay. I would imagine because physiological, I would imagine like when I think of physiological, it is more of like what is it about their bodies that yeah. is uh, neat? Their jaw docks them for me actually, and I don't know if this this will also account in the cuteness category. Their mouth scares ugly. the it's ugly, 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 and adaptationally, I do I wonder like how helpful I get like it's helped like it does it works for some reason because it still oh. looks like that. Um, but why you couldn't do that with just a slightly larger jaw 
yeah yeah that's valid like why you're why is your head so big and lumpy i feel like we're getting into the cuteness category so i'll like stop talking on that but it is yeah but it is theological i do wonder why just a stick of a bottom jaw yeah like works for them physiologically don't know if that ranks them higher or if that's an adoption for me though because i look at it and physiologically what the hell yeah but also whoa yeah you made it unique (laughs) yeah no i feel you um yeah i mean i so you would dock them for that i feel like it's not even worth docking them that much yeah, I, I don't think I dock them. I just think I look at them and I'm like, why? We're noting it. Okay. But yeah, that's, let the record show we are confused by sperm whale jaws. Yes. Thank you, Your Honor. Yes, of course, of course. Um, so, so I'd give them like a 10. Because they're the, they're the deepest diving of these larger whale species we're looking yeah, at. That's they like get beat problem. out by beaked whales. Yeah. Um, Fred, how I do you... I, I'm comfortable with a 10 out of 10 because also too, for the sheer size and the way that they're able to maneuver themselves, like physiologically, they are a beast. Yeah. Quite, yeah. quite literally. They are like an old growth tree maneuvering yeah. themselves through all of the ocean and yeah. the depths mm-hmm. and it's, it's absurd. Um, okay. Migration and home range. Well, from what I learned from, um, the Disney whale documentary series is it's different in different populations. So gang gang mm-hmm. gray whales are like the odd ones out in this, like so far in this panel because they don't have the same, I mean, they did, but then they were like hunted off and mm-hmm. everything. Also Sperm whales were hunted pretty severely too. Yeah. But they, these guys have been able to make a bit of a comeback. Um, well, have they, honestly, I don't know as much about sperm whales. Sperm whales are like, the- uh, well, I mean, I think it's similar to like humpbacks and still make it like, it's still going like it's, it's a work in progress. I mean, for humpbacks, I mean, at least our population up here, um, it's still making their comeback. Valid. Okay. So they seem to live in cool places. I think the home range of being somewhere deeper diving where there's squid, that's fucking cool. Um, uh, yeah, I would I would be willing to give them a 10 out of 10 in this category. I, well, are they in like all- extreme polar regions though? Because I feel like- I don't think so, yeah. And they're not- That's in where I would dog. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where I'm like eight or nine. So yeah, I feel like, yeah, eight or nine is fair. I I want to toss in a nine for them explicitly because not only like when I think of migration and home range, I think of one, just the horror, like the distance that they can go between locations, but then their ability to maneuver themselves within the water column. I really want to make sure that that's like, I want to put that somewhere. And I feel like this is a good place to put it because when you're migrating as much as they're not going to the Arctic, once you get deep down, it's pretty like pretty cold. Yeah. So being able to maneuver yourself through those consistently, yeah, I, I can toss them a nine. Okay. Sustained. Sustained. I, I, I'm, I'm happy with a nine. Yeah, a nine is good. Okay. Behavior and coolness. I think they're one Sleeping. of the Yeah. Yeah. I think 10 out of 10, just like, like you're fucking weird, but like get it. So their, their vocalizations, I don't know. Is that what you call it for bigger? I don't know. But their song, vocalization, click, whatever, is haunting to me I think partially just because of how much force it can have because of how big like I've had a dolphin click at me and I've heard dolphins uh vocalizing like that's pretty cool 
Uh, I'd be pretty freaking terrified if I started hearing the sperm whale because they're so big, it's so loud um, that I think like it can burst your eardrum. Actually, I think that has happened. Don't quote me on that, listeners, but I think no, I've heard that. That's legit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I was gonna say so that's like a thing. I've had, I've had friends that have that dove with sperm whales, and they're like, it was cool, but I definitely was like, oh my gosh, please don't start making noises. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I'd say those things are um, pretty, pretty freaking cool. And that would, you know, I'd give them like a, a 10 out of 10. And the fact that they fight giant squids and that's how they get stars in their body, like just the imagery. Yeah. Um, I also would use, like, I love the book Moby Dick. So maybe I'm a little biased in that department, but um, the idea of a vindictive white sperm whale brings me joy. Yeah, no, that's valid. <laughs> Some people like humans, or human, but like human murders. Others find that. Go Moby. Yeah. Um, there, I just looked it up, and it says that the clicks are so powerful in the water that they can blow out your eardrums easily and can actually vibrate a human body to death. Yes. Right on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty. That's just absolute. That's a superpower. They are the only. I'm pretty sure they're the only whale that, like, physiologically, like, they're not going to. But like, if there was, if they could eat you, like, they could eat you. They could eat you. Yeah. Yeah. So they probably don't just because we're small and they eat giant squid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And they're super pelagic for the most part. So encountering them for not not always, of course, but like. For the majority, it's not, we don't see sperm whales the same way um, as we would see like like the other predator whale species. Yeah. Like that's... killer whales. Valid. Um, okay. Also, they have that giant thing of oil in their head that they thought was sperm. So they're named sperm whales. Like, come on. That's Why? Who would, who would do that? I just drew a sperm Ancient whale. whalers. <laughs> that looks exactly like a sperm whale. I will say, yeah, that's their on, tails do part. look a little funky. The way it just like goes from chonk to, to to fluke. Yeah. Very quick. Yeah. Um. Perfect. Okay, so we're giving them a ten out of ten for coolness slash behavior. Now moving into cuteness. Now th- they've been like doing good nines and tens across the board, and then now we're here, and it could be not awesome for them. I don't think they're cute they are not cute i would have to agree and especially the babies are fucking ugly like it's yeah i'm looking up a picture right now uncomfortable erica page thinks that the baby sperm whales are cute and that was like kind of a turning point in our friendship that i just don't know if i trust her judgment anymore um they're terrifying like what is that oh my gosh like that's inappropriate like why (laughs) Like if there's any of any of these whales look like they have smoked, it is the baby sperm whale. Like, are you kidding me? Like, they are. Oh my gosh, is that one breaching? Terrifying. Oh, terrifying. No. Yeah. Cute. See, but in an, it's it's that audio of like it's cute, but in an ugly way. <laughs> yeah, but not like in a way that like a pug is cute, ugly. Where a pug is like actually cute. But in a way where, like, it's, I'm just, okay. I'm just, it I'm... looks like a cigar. So it is, the it cigar. looks like a cigar with a tail. Okay. Yeah. 
so okay I don't like that it's like wrinkly like what made you wrinkly at this like I get that you live in the water but like you're not supposed to prune like what <laughs> um, be fresh from the womb like I mean I feel like because of they're so cool in so many other ways that like I don't want to be like two out of ten for cuteness but like if I'm objectively like oh I god damn it I accidentally I tried to type in baby sperm whale and I typed in the wrong thing and now we're looking at weird things on google but um (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm fine with like a four like I I could do a three or four I think he is fair I like I think I think they're pretty fucking ugly yeah Mm -hmm. I think they're pretty ugly okay well they're cool in other departments then, then when God was making them, He just threw them in. He's like, no, yeah. no cuteness for you. You're well, done. I mean, they can't have everything. Like nobody can be ten across the board because that's not fair. You know? Exactly. Like, you can't. Doesn't be, exist. Like cute and cool and badass and all the like. You just can't. All I right. Agree. So that's the amount of thirty-two out of forty. So blue whales. We're moving on to blue whales. Physiological adaptations. I feel like blue whales we don't know a ton about, like compared to what we know about other whales. They're big. They big. Yeah, um, that's that's a big one. And I like their color. Yeah, their color is good. Um, I feel like that's like judging on cuteness sort of thing. Um, well, color can also be physiological if we're looking at like the same with killer whales and, and humpbacks with counter shading. Yeah, that color plays a part. Um. Yeah, that's fair. Pictures of blue whales. I mean, I would, like it doesn't hero. look like counter shading to me. No, I think they're pretty solid, like one color. Yeah. Like, there like could it's be a like, consistent light gray. Yeah. Or like a deep, like charcoal, like not a full charcoal gray where it's like almost black. Like they can kind of range between like a lighter gray color. Yeah. To almost a charcoal. Yeah. Um, I want yeah. to give them, put them up there too, if only because they're like, they're tapered really well. Like sperm whales are very blunt. Gray whales and humpbacks, like they have, a, their dimensions aren't like as chic, let's say, as um, killer whales, but blue whales, they're very dynamic. I don't want to say aerodynamic, but. Yeah, I mean, then they can dive like for a long time like on average in the monterey bay we see like 30 minute dive time so if they come up more often than that then that's pretty cool so i think being a deeper diving whale i think that they have to like i mean just being the largest known animal on the planet like they have to be up there at at least an eight or more i would say yeah yeah what would you guys think think that I feel like a nine, eight or a nine, because there's like nothing that I'm like, oh my god, cool blue whale. I'd say an, you know, I'd say besides their size, I get like I'd size like a seven, eight, maybe. Yeah, I'm comfortable. They're not quite like meh. Yeah. Um, but they're also no, they're not good. like oh, super cool, like oh, a cool dorsal fin, counter shading, barnacle, schmear, schmear, like that kind, like yeah. it's, you're a whale, but also you're not like a gray whale, you're like a whale. You yeah, know? yeah, that's valid. That's you're like a whale. A whale. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. yeah no, I think that that's fair. okay all right so are we is everyone good with an eight yeah yes okay. all right migration slash home range 
we don't know a ton about them, but we know that they've been like in Antarctic regions. They come up to California. Like, I think this is a hard one to judge them on. And maybe like the mystery itself maybe means that it's cooler, you know, because if we haven't been really able to study them and they were like, they were like not very many of them because they were nearly, they were thought to be hunted nearly to extinction by whaling in the 1900s. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy how whaling was just like a hundred years ago? Like what? Hello? Oh, it's insane. Yeah. Especially, especially on the like Pacific coast. Yeah. I, the, the class I took this past year with Jason Colby, it was like environmental history of the Pacific Northwest. And I, there was some stuff that I read. I was like, this was, this was happening during the world wars. Wait a second. This was like, like it's, it's wild to put it in that kind of context. Yeah. I would say so. Yeah um it's also cool like just they're huge and we're still like huh where are we yeah i feel like this would also be an eight out of ten we're like we don't know a lot we know that we find them all the way up here we know that we find them in antarctica like that's cool um yeah i would say that i would say comfortable all right behavior slash coolness being the largest animal ever is pretty cool. Behaviors like blue whales, to be honest, are pretty boring to watch because they just come up and breathe and then they go down again and then they're down for a long time. Um, there, I have heard people saying that um, the blue whales have like mugged boats before. I don't, I don't think that I believe that. Um, I think that maybe people were way too close to a blue whale and it had a reaction on the surface. Um, but I don't know that I believe that blue whales naturally approach boats like in the same way that humpbacks do. Um, I don't know. Oh, time out. I would say, no, no, this is, I'm mimicking their behavior. Mm-hmm. When they, that, that, that's, been, that's been seen where they sit with their mouth open at the surface. Ah, uh. I had didn't know about this. I've seen that one whale do it. That one whale that was like in some Asian country that I can't remember at this time. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Eden's whale trip. And yeah, I do think the videos of them hunting will be cool. They're like, and like twist their body to catch. Um, I need to find the picture now. Uh, yeah. Mouth open. I think there it is. I look at blue whale hunting. It's people that I... are hunting blue whales. Yeah, my boss told me that he has seen um, blue whales lunge feeding. That's what he told me. And he said it was before yeah. all Grandma this camera gear. So, he, oh, excuse me as I'm watching a video that interrupted this. Um, but he said that he saw them lunge feeding. And I don't know. I don't want to say that I don't believe him, but I also have never heard of that. If you, you There's some like videos of I think I've heard of it um, and there's things where they kind of are almost like lunch, not the same lunch feeding um, like when you think of humpbacks but where they kind of like will twist away out of the water a bit to yeah. get to the food and they'll do it pretty close to the surface. Nice. Um, there is also that blue whales can will reduce or can reduce their heart rate to as low as two beats per minute when diving for that's food. That's pretty cool. Two beats per minute that's insane yeah yeah i i i want to say too like like there are some things that are just like because they're big they're cool yeah 
Like just the sheer size alone, it's like you're cool. Why? Because you're no, yeah, they're massive. cool because they're like think because they're big. It's uh, that's a good reason to be like you're pretty. Yes, I feel like again an eight is fair in this category because there's nothing yeah. that I'm like whoa, but at the same yeah, there's not like know. yeah, so we don't know for one. Yeah, like, there's not anything like super like there's those cool feeding behaviors, but like it's nothing. It's not nothing, but it's like oh we have cool stuff with humpbacks yeah um there's cool stuff with like killer whales in general but then again it, you could be like which ecotype whatever um objectively yeah uh, they have, it's like they have some cool like hunting techniques but so do the humpbacks or the killer whales so it's not like right. it's completely like different or it's not like root behavior with humpbacks which like work together to do their bobble net feeding for our blue whales i'm pretty sure it's mostly alone there is like that one cool video of those two blue whales quote reaching or they just kind of like go out of the water at the same time uh, it's not a breach it's more like a uh, I whatever like, um, i think they were being chased in that video well i'm not saying they weren't being chased i'm just saying but you're like that's video. cool that they can run away like that that's sick um well i just think it's cool that it was so asynchronous of yeah, this behavior it's valid okay so what is everyone feeling for this category uh I'd say a Nate is comfortable. I feel like an Nate too. All right, I concur. To, to cuteness, then. Um, they're like, they're not a sperm whale. They're not a gray whale, but they're not a humpback or an orca either. You know? Eight or six. Solid. Or seven. I was say solid, solid seven. Yeah, I think yeah, it's seven. seven. Especially they're, to they're the like shots from above. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're super cool. I like how skinny they are um but um are you fat phobic in a whale competition no i just mean like it's in like contrast to the other ones like from their their pectoral fins to their fluke how it's just like especially like when you look like we just went from the sperm whale who just is chonk and then fluke yeah they have a very like natural body progression of course they're you like the sperm whale has that muscle build up for a completely different reason right yeah Um, that's fair but that's my, th- I'm not fat phobic. No, I'm not. All right. I love a good chunky whale. Loves a chunky whale. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So that puts them, if we're giving them a seven, at, at 31 points out of yeah. 40. And then uh, we are moving on to our final whale species for this episode, the beluga. Yay. Woo physiological adaptations I they know- are very yeah go ahead they're very they have high dexterability so they are very they move very well yeah and they're still chonky you're avoiding saying chonky because you they're chonky they got a flop they got a they got a bulbous head that you can shake yeah which is like the one I would love to do that just put my hand and you can shave yeah. what? Their head, their their melon. It's mm-hmm. it's soft. It's not hard. Like you can like put. I'm sending you a video. Perfect. <laughs> um, uh, but also, yeah, it's, that's not hard. Uh, they don't have a dorsal fin because they live under ice, and it could like yeah. drag. That's, so that's a pretty phenomenal physiological adaptation. That's pretty cool. Why are they all white? Probably to blend in. I would guess. Um, That'd be a pretty good guess. Yeah. 
I feel like, I mean, the fact that you can live in a super polar region, like, and you hang out in groups and you don't have a dorsal fin and like, et cetera. Like, I feel like all of those are great. Like, let's see this video that Kendra just sent. What? Did you not know that? <laughs> I feel like this is, mine's like taking a second. To what? No. This feels like Dr. Pimple Poppery. That's <laughs> so cool. That's so squash. What? Why? What? That's so, I don't. I think it has something to do with the way, I think part of it is how they interact with their environment. Um, but also, I feel like it has something to do with their echolocation, I heard at one point. Yeah. That's so cool. You can probably Google why beluga heads squishy. And that will give you a better, better answer than my, at one point I knew it and now I don't knowledge. Yeah, valid. The structure of the use for echolocation, but oh, I'm pretty is sure very bulbous and protrudes. Perfect. Nice. That's, that's evidence-based science facts. And just like when they're in aquariums, like the Georgia Aquarium has their belugas, and I just think they have a lot of videos of them where they like come up to the glass and just like their head just. Oh, I have seen those, and, and it just and their snoots too. Yeah, and they just like sit there. Um, I, that's how I knew they're squishy. I'm not saying I'm like, that's good behavior. Uh, there are some funny videos of a couple of the belugas. This will come in. This is, this won't count because captive behavior, but that they seem to know that they can scare children by moving really quick, and, like opening their mouth at them. Yeah. And will do it repeatedly to get the child's reaction. Yeah. Or it's aggression, one of the two, but uh one of the whales they say is very playful and it seems that he does it to play nice to get reaction um, okay. and it's pretty freaking cute that's pretty cute that's really um okay. so are we giving them a 10 out of 10 physiological adaptations i think between the squishy head no dorsal fin and their stature yes for me yeah i think so I would say the only thing is the fact that when they move, sometimes it looks like they have legs hiding under their skin. What? Um, that's just creepy. What? Mm. You have seen those pictures? Mm. Oh my gosh. What oh, are you fine. talking about? You're literally crazy. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I, was, <laughs> I have photos up right now and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> that's going to be... I, I hate you. I told you it's it's creepy. it's creepy. I'm saving some to send to our <laughs> little chat for a reference. Yes. Um, th that is something that creeps me out. And there, I forget, it's some kind of fat. So it's not bone. It's fat on the side of their bodies. Um, but just sometimes when they move, it almost just looks like legs trapped under skin God like damn it kendra this is uncomfortable <laughs> well, they have a purpose is this cuteness though so okay if it has a no purpose, we can't judge it based it on does have a purpose but just physiologically okay maybe it will file under cuteness then okay but i just thought i'd bring that to our attention what is the purpose of that <sighs> i think emma's posted about it let me google it though um they don't actually have legs Wow, that I really thing, totally thought that was did. really uncomfortable looking. And I remember when they found that beluga in San Diego, it was really, it was an uncomfortable looking beluga. 
it was like too muscular. It, that was for sure a Navy whale. There's no way that one beluga whale wandered all the way down there from the Arctic when there's a Navy station in San Diego. Somebody let the beluga loose. Someone <laughs> didn't do their job and that beluga escaped. And it's it, a highly trained operative. Yeah, because there's no way it's going to be that big. Also, like that chonky, if it hasn't been eating, like, no, I don't think so. Nice try, though. Excellent try. Cinder, did you find the answers for us? They're, it's just blubber, long rails of extra fatty insulation that is stored in their sides. And so weird camera angles and just how the animal's moving sometimes, it'll catch the blubber like moving, moving. in their body. That's um, so funny. And the insulating blubber on belugas account for 40% of their body weight. Okay, I feel like that's kind of like just on the account of that's cool. I think yeah, it's, it's going to factor in the cuteness, though. Oh, yeah. Factor in the cuteness. Because it's haunting. Listen, true, but and for this discussion. Yeah, physiologically, good. We're done. Um, okay, all right. Moving on to migration and home range. So they just live in Arctic regions. Yeah. Um, Limited home range. I think they do have some kind of migration. No, they do. Yeah, like the Cook Inlet belugas. Yeah, um, I think belugas are again one that we need to like learn. I mean, we need to learn more about all of them, like for sure. But I think one that we need to learn a little bit more about. I would say, I mean, even though it's a limited home range, the fact that you can live in the Arctic is pretty badass. Yeah, but I'd still say that like it's it's super cool and that like puts them up, but they're still kind of underwhelming in this department compared to the other ones we've looked at. Because yeah. not only like their migrations are smaller, they're not that that makes them any less cool, but when they do migrate, it's a shorter distance. That's so like very different from the other ones we're looking at. Yeah. Uh, and they're only in the two regions. And we've been giving whales with a vast region higher points. So if they're, they don't have that, we, can, we gotta dock them points. Even gotta if the regions them. they live in are like extreme and super cool. Okay, so what would we put them at? Like a seven? I'm fine. Yeah, I'd say like a seven. Okay. That works, Fred. especially too, because we docked points on another one for not being in the Arctic explicitly. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I would say is that the Arctic is a harder, um, is one of the hardest places in the ocean to navigate a habitat in general. You need to be uh, very careful with the way that you're maneuvering around because you don't want to get trapped under ice and you want to be able to use the area effectively. And that's something that even a lot of the whales that we have been ranking, like even if they were everywhere else except for the Arctic, haven't shown the ability to do. Um, So maneuvering within their home range, that makes a lot of sense, especially a seven, like putting them higher. Because I was thinking like five or six just because of regular, but yeah, that definitely I think brings them up. Yeah, that brings them up. All right, so they're on a solid seven. Moving on to behavior slash coolness. Um, I know they do like the exfoliating themselves and they come together in like those big groups and like that's pretty dope. Um, Mm -hmm. they adopted a narwhal. Are you kidding me? That's so cute. Like, yeah, I would give them like probably a solid nine. Like, like a sperm whale is an obvious 10 out of 10 for coolness. You know what? Maybe less than that because, because how can they be? They have some cool stuff, but it's not the, I feel like it's not to the same degree. Like okay. they rank 
like behavior like they're pretty cool yeah okay the adoption's cool but we could say that there are other cetacean species that do it so it's not like that's necessarily completely unique yeah like they do um, more than gray whales yeah, they do more than. Yes, they do. But, more. but like, yeah, it, it, well, they do more than gray whales, but less than a lot of the other ones. I think it's, you're exactly yeah. right. And I think, yeah. yeah, okay. So, what would we give them? Like, a, so gray whales, we gave a five, and then we gave blues like an eight. So, what, like a seven? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I can't think of any like behaviors that are like insanely unique to blue right. besides they're white and they're cool and they're yeah. really cute like the one i think blue is like oh they're cute they have a lot of blubber they got a feeding yeah. behavior wise like so mm-hmm. you know like the blues were an eight because they weren't quite a 10 in terms of like that group net feeding yeah. um pack ice hunting all that kind of stuff uh but they also weren't like a great whale which is just like yeah. Like they yeah. do have that weird thing where they sit there with their mouth open. Um, they do kind of lunge feed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. So I don't know for like behavior or coolness, I guess they're like kind of average. So I would give them a six or a seven. Yeah. Comfortable. All right. So 6.5. Six if five. anyone listening has really cool facts about some of these species and you think yeah. we rank, ranked them wrong feel free yeah. to comment that on the instagram post about this episode yeah please um please do that okay so moving on to cuteness i was wanting i was like fully expecting to come in here and give 10 out of 10 for cuteness and then kendra had to come in here with her movable blubber and here we are so it is only viewable like that in certain angles. And so I would maybe say like a 9.5, 9 out of 10 because of that. Okay. It is not common. That's not like, they don't always look like that, but there are the photos where they just yeah. look like legs and you're like, okay, no. Yeah. Everything else, adorable. Babies, oh my goodness. Did you guys see the photo oh, that I think the, the BC Whales Lab or Oceanwise Whale Research posted about their baby beluga where the baby beluga is cuddling with the mom? Shut up. I'm sending it. It's so cute. Oh my goodness. I did see that. I think I did see that. I think Colleen, um, like a whale person posted about it. And then I cried on the inside for a while. Um, Yeah, that's pretty pure. I I feel like 9.5 is fair. Like we have to address that issue, but like, we also don't need to like, you know, yeah. It it doesn't dock them a a whole lot. Yeah. They, they are oddly proportionate as they get older though. I will yeah. say. Yeah. Like yeah. that's one thing with those, but the oddly they're very oddly proportionate. Okay. So we're going with other than that, they are the, they have the cutest face of all of them, guaranteed. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're so expressive. Like just the this how how movable their lips are and like the jiggle of the head. Like yeah. they are just a very like I've been up at a tank with orcas, dolphins, belugas. Belugas far more expressive in the ways they could just move their face yeah uh and it's adorable and so they obviously can do that in the wild too but i'm not you know right not hanging on the arctic too much no and i'm not like face-to-face with wild belugas i've only been face-to-face with captive belugas but they're pretty damn expressive and it's very cute 
not saying it's the most natural thing, but the fact that it's able to move like that is natural. That's yeah, that's pretty cool. That's the point. Yeah. Um Belugas were the first whale that I ever saw in the wild. Really? Yeah, when I was like sixteen in Churchill, um in Canada. When I was like sixteen and the Columbus Zoo sponsored me to go study polar bears. Um we were standing at this park by the Hudson Bay and we saw a bunch of like white things popping up in the water. And so it was from super far away. And I was like, what is that? And then like the park ranger was like beluga whales. And then I just started crying. (laughs) And then I actually, like, I think maybe a year and a half ago, I met up with one of the girls that I did that trip with when I was like 16. So almost a decade ago. And she was like, oh, it's all coming back to me. You were just like crying about belugas. (laughs) I was like, I'm so glad this is why you remember She's like, it makes sense that you're here doing whale things now. And I was like, yep. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So does anyone like want to change any anything, any final thoughts, or are we cool with our final scores? I'm cool. All right. Very, so that, very happy. Our beluga's at a 33. So if we're ranking our whales out of six whales, do you mean to start last to first? Is that- yeah, who's last okay. list? All right. Well, obviously the gray whale came in last. We're not surprised. Like it's embarrassing because like out of the four, we have 38.66, 37.66, 33, 32, 31. And then the gray whale comes in at a whopping 19. So that's embarrassing for you, but also we're not surprised. Sorry, gray whales sucks to suck. Get better at being a whale. (laughs) That's all I have to say about that um coming in in fifth place would be the blue whale with 31 points then we have our sperm whales with 32 points belugas with 33 humpbacks with 37.66 and then orcas with our 38.66 so i think i'm a little disappointed that humpbacks are not at the top because the Monterey humpbacks are objectively the best, but also I do now understand that my evidence-based science facts were in fact incorrect, and now I have new evidence-based science facts to let my passengers know that orcas are objectively the best, and that I was wrong. Yeah. Now I have an orca. You may, podcast. yeah, you may a pit from your opinion prefer humpbacks, but from the objective point of three clear experts, um, who. And all of us together voicing our opinions creates a fact, which is what this is now. This is the fact. Um, Please that take it literal facts, yeah. Even with the murderous tendencies, killer whales are um, the best whale. Hashtag best whale. Hashtag best whale. Um, we're going to take over the hashtag. We're going to copy best shark. That the shark community, y'all fight over who's the best shark. It's sandbar shark, but that's fine. People disagree they're wrong so for whales it is the killer whale killer whale is the hashtag best whale killer whale is the hashtag best whale is that going to be the well we're just going to i think i was going to say maybe killer whale hashtag the best whale as the title of this episode but i think we just need hashtag best whale because we don't want spoilers yeah you don't want to spoil it so hashtag who best is whale. hashtag the best whale hashtag the best whale. which whale is hashtag best whale hashtag <laughs> best whale hashtag best whale um um, amazing. So I feel like, yeah, no, I think the sperm whales probably should rank higher than a beluga whale, but I think ultimately like the beluga whales are cuter and that's what does it for me. Yeah. If we weren't including cuteness, obviously the rankings would have been different because 
adaptation life for males are. If you Pretty take cool. if you take cuteness out, what are the scores? All right, let's see. I was like literally just thinking that. Yeah. Okay. Because cuteness well, isn't the biggest determining factor. Isn't all concede to that. Yeah. Okay. So if we take it and we make it out of thirty points, then our humpbacks and orcas tie at a. 28.66 our sperm whales are in the lead at a 29 which this kind of does make more sense then we have our blues at 24 our belugas at 23.5 um and then our grays at 15 i feel like <laughs> like when we yeah. remove cuteness it does make more sense so then our orcas hashtag the best whale well yes. we in cute we included cuteness so yeah then okay that's like kind of like that just goes to show pretty privilege right there. What is that? <laughs> it's real. It exists. Even in the whale world. Even in the whale world. Um, amazing. I feel like before this comes out, we should take a poll and be like, what do you think is hashtag best whale? And find out what everyone thinks is hashtag best whale. Um, I'm very down. Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on here and ranking these whales for me. I've really been wanting to do this. And anytime I suggest it to someone, they're like, that's stupid. And then I appreciate that you guys are like, yeah, let's do it. Um, the next time when we do ecotype, I will have a full, like, you need to post the video on Patreon because I will come with a slideshow. Cool. Like one of those funny slideshows. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's solid. Amazing. Well, do you guys have any final thoughts? No. Orcas are the hashtag best whale. Orcas are hashtag best whale. Uh, also, but I concur. Go follow. But if we're not including cuteness, beach whales win. That that wasn't even we weren't even considering beach whales. Not even in the context. I know, but I'm saying if we're if we're taking out cuteness and sperm whales are ranked that high, I have got. I have I, the idea that a beaked whale would rank higher or at least on level, on par with the sperm whale. And that makes me happy because the beaked whales are freaking cool. If I had to pick the ugliest whale you ask, well, um, they would also be the beaked whale and or the bottom of dolphin whales. I think those Solid. are ugly. ugly. Also, right, what are they? Pacific white, right whale dolphins? weird those are dolphins though but... pacific white-sided dolphins no no the ones that don't have that just look like little black and white oh i we have those here we have those here they're definitely they look like aliens i've had passengers mm-hmm. mistake them for orcas and i'm like excuse me um but yeah know. like it's it's wild they're 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 hard to see too unless they like jump out of the water or they come super close to your boat smaller yeah okay well maybe we'll rank more animals later on if you guys like this let us know you guys would like an ugliest i have a lot of opinions on the ugliest whale. yeah like we could literally go through every or just ugliest cetaceans in general yeah like I think river we- dolphins <laughs> <laughs> so everyone thinks of like bottomless dolphins killer whales humpback whales there are some ugly freaking there animals are some ugly animals I think we should do that and then Fred and I should drink and then you should just be mediating. I could just give the presentation you guys could just laugh and like give opinion like um question. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Why did you pick that picture of the blue guy? <laughs> I was like well look at it. Look at his leg. 
it'll be the honorable mention. When Blue look like this, they scare the hell out of me and deserve to be on this list. But other than that, adorable ranking super high on the cute list. <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm ready for it. Yes. Amazing. Well, thanks for, for being here. Tune in, guys, for more fun rankings of who knows what else. Ecotypes next. Ecotypes. Um, go follow Fred and Kendra on all the platforms. Fred is the Orca Man on TikTok and Instagram. Kendra is Intertitle Kendi on all the platforms. So go follow both of them for more evidence-based science facts. And they both have <laughs> their own podcasts. So go listen to their podcasts because those are cool too. This is just the Tip Touch podcast right now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Where did you get that from? Um, that was her thing. <laughs> with the super podcast she kept saying that oh lord it's just like it, it, go listen to it like again. it's just like it's just like because that i don't think i should explain it here. yeah was oh we totally forgot to mention when we were talking about killer like killer, oh gray whale behavior well i guess never mind i was gonna say objectively all flirtations are kind of gay but um gray whales and that's killer whales that's what it's like, but because i'm gay i could say it i think no, because people that love whales are super fucking gay for whales. And then when they get together, it's just a tip touch. Jane mm-hmm. and I and our friend Isaac. That's where that came from. Bar in Monterey, in theory. And we're calling it Tip Touch the Homosexual. And it's going to be a <laughs> bar in Monterey. Yeah. All right. Okay. And Wonderful. on that note, thank you, everyone. Bye. Mwah. Yeah. Mwah.